A U.S. soldier was detained in North Korea. The fight over Taco Tuesday comes to an end. And in Phoenix, it's hot. Like, really, really hot. Like, you open an oven door, that's what it feels like. Exactly what it feels like. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Wednesday, July 19th. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 Stories. Number 1. Donald Trump said he's a target in a federal investigation looking into the January 6th attack at the Capitol. On social media yesterday, the former president said he got a letter from the Justice Department on Sunday. It told him that he's a target of an investigation into efforts to overturn the 2020 election. The letter means that Trump could soon face further federal charges. He's already been charged in a separate federal case over his alleged mishandling of classified documents. And in related news, Michigan charged 16 pro-Trump electors yesterday who falsely claimed to be casting the state's electoral votes in 2020. Number two, Phoenix hit a record 19 days in a row of 110 plus degree weather. Temperatures rose as high as 118 degrees in the city yesterday, and its hot streak is not expected to end anytime soon. Forecasts show that the extreme heat will continue into the weekend. Across the country, some 58 million people could suffer triple-digit temperatures in the U.S. this week, mainly in southern states. And this is all happening while brutal heat waves are also hitting Europe, China, and the Middle East. In Iran, the heat index reached 152 degrees this week. For context here, that's about as close to the most intense heat the human body can withstand. Number three, a U.S. soldier was detained after intentionally crossing into North Korea. Private second class Travis King ran across the fortified border in the joint security area. That's the demilitarized zone that separates North Korea from South Korea. King had previously been punished for misconduct while serving in South Korea and was due to be sent home to the United States. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin addressed the situation yesterday. One of our service members who was on a tour, uh, willfully and without authorization, crossed the military demarcation line. In terms of my concerns, I'm, I'm absolutely foremost concerned about the welfare of our troop. And so we will remain focused on this. And again, uh, this will develop in the next uh, uh, several days and hours, and uh, we'll keep you posted. King is the first American to be held by North Korea in nearly five years. And tensions were already high between the U.S. and North Korea. Number four. Russia carried out a wave of attacks in southern and eastern Ukraine yesterday. Russia said the strikes were retaliation for Monday's deadly explosion on the Crimean Bridge. Attacks on the port city of Odessa continued overnight. At the bridge, Russian officials said traffic has partially resumed after the strike by Ukrainian forces. The bridge is a crucial link between mainland Russia and Crimea, which Moscow illegally annexed in 2014 and has since occupied. Number five. More people are dying from mixing opioids with cocaine and meth. 
A CDC analysis released this morning shows that the age-adjusted rate of overdose deaths involving both opioids and cocaine nearly quintupled between 2011 and 2021. And in 2021, nearly 80 percent of cocaine overdose deaths also involved an opioid. More people are dying from mixing meth with opioids, too. Researchers believe that most of these deaths result from people mixing the drugs on purpose, rather than accidentally consuming cocaine contaminated with fentanyl. Number six, the Powerball jackpot has hit $1 billion for the third time in its history. The next drawing is tonight. So if you win, you can choose between getting $516.8 million in cash, or if you prefer, you can have the full billion and 29 annual installments. Either way, you're going to pay a lot in taxes. But don't get too carried away. You're 216 times more likely to be struck by lightning than to win the draw. And at number seven, a fight for the Taco Tuesday trademark ended yesterday. Taco John's, that's a Wyoming-based chain, gave up its legal claim to the phrase following a challenge brought in May by the much larger company Taco Bell. The decision means that any company outside of New Jersey where a different chain has the rights to the phrase can now use Taco Tuesday to promote its food. And just like that, you are all caught up. But before you go, the final episode of Field Trip drops today. Lillian Cunningham takes you to Alaska to visit gates of the Arctic National Park and Preserve. You're going to want to hear this one. Search for Field Trip wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.